This is the Forex Q&A Podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question on your mind, here's what you do. You go to No Nonsense Forex on YouTube, and chances are there is a video or podcast episode that has answered that question already. But if it's not there, you go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below. And you pose your question there and see what happens. So a little bit of a programming note. This week was supposed to be the podcast episode where I kind of clarified a lot of the things that we talked about in the broker videos, the international broker video and the United States broker video. But as you all know, we haven't been able to put out the United States broker video just yet. Still waiting on word from the regulators. Um, so uh, we will do a little bit of a filler podcast episode this week, uh, but we did a filler video last Thursday and people really did seem to like it. Um, but outside of that, I don't have much to talk about this week, so let's get right into the question. And it's not one particular question. This is one of the main questions I have gotten probably in the last three months. And the reason why I haven't really answered it is because there are already two podcast episodes that talk about this very thing. But the majority of questions that I had gotten on Ask VP back when it was around uh, were mainly from people who had not consumed all the material, even though they checked a little box that said they had. Or they had a question and they went to the channel and they ran a search and nothing came up, which is the slightly less lazy approach. But I get this question a lot, especially after people watch the risk video and they come to me and say, hey, how do I make sure I don't overexpose myself more than 2% in any one currency? And then a bunch of other questions will follow. Um, they're mostly examples. They're like, well, if I have this and then this trade's coming up, what do I do? If I have a short going on on the euro, can I take a long on the euro later? Stuff like this. So let's take those situations now, go over them, answer them. And so anybody who has this question now and into the future is covered no matter what type of trade scenario comes up for you. Because the 2% risk is extremely important, and people will fall into the trap of going way overboard into one currency and not even realize it. And then something happens in that currency, a news event, or banks just decide to take it the other way, and these people take a gigantic loss. A loss that could put you in a gigantic hole that's very hard to get out of. Or and you end up taking a loss that ends up undoing months worth of hard work. All because you were clumsy with your risk. You had good intentions. You meant to stay under 2%. And all of your individual trades stayed at 2% or under. But your exposure into one currency turned out to be much higher. And now sometimes we end up doing this and it turns out to go in our favor. And these times are very dangerous because when this happens, we don't realize the mistake we're actually making. That euphoria kicks in and we stop thinking altogether. But as I said before, traders, if you can just hammer down the money management and psychology end of things, you are so far ahead of 95% of Forex traders out there. All this other stuff, the trade entries, the indicators, all the stuff that people go nuts about becomes completely secondary. But you have to get this part right first. So early on, this will be for some of the newer traders out there. And then towards the end, I will address some of the more experienced traders out there, especially in the no-nonsense Forex way of trading. 
Now, the first example, let's just say that you have a trade at 2% going on the euro dollar and you're going long. As this trade is progressing, you later find your system giving you a signal on the euro pound, but that signal is to go short. You're already long the euro, but your system is telling you now to go short the euro. What do you do? You take the trade. You don't ask questions. You do what your system tells you to do, which is fine. Um, You will find that if your system is a good system, you have an increased chance of winning both trades down the road. I think especially early on in a trader's journey, this situation will come up and we won't take the trade because we're like, look, we're back in the euro. We We want to be rooting for this thing the entire way. It's almost like betting on a sports team and getting emotionally invested in them, and then all of a sudden at halftime, deciding to bet on the other team. (laughs) That that is not a very popular bet. Uh, But these are the type of bets we have to make if we're going to trade our system. So take these trades all the time. But here is where it gets really tricky, and I don't think we've ever actually talked about this. So let's go over the scenario again. You have a 2% trade on Euro USD long. You have a 2% trade on euro pound short. Do not make the mistake of thinking that your risk on the euro at this time is zero. Because it is not. Your risk is 2% long and 2% short. Which means you may not take any other trade on the euro unless you have closed at least a portion of one of these two trades out. 2% long and 2% short does not cancel each other out to zero. 2% long and 2% short is just that. 2% long, 2% short. Once you have filled up the 2% both ways, you are full. There is no room for any other trade involving the euro at this time. Now, as to the reason why this is, I could go on for 20 minutes, but just this is one of those things you just kind of have to go with me on. And don't overthink it, and don't be a five-year-old who just says, why, 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 all the time. Uh, You can do what you want, but I highly recommend that you don't veer from what I just told you to do in this situation. But we we need to move on to another situation, and that is if you have two trays both going long on the euros, let's say the euro dollar and the euro Swissy, you're getting a signal to go long on both. Um, What do you do to make sure you don't risk overexposure? Pretty easy. You take 1% of one and then 1% of the other. One plus one is two. You now have 2% risk in the euro. Now, down the road, let's say you close one of these trades out. All right. Now you're back down to 1%. So if another trade going long on the euro comes up, maybe like a continuation trade of the one you just closed out, you can now take that trade for 1%. All right, the key number is two. Just don't go over two. And on that same note, if you have a euro dollar long signal, and but you think by tomorrow, euro Swissy is going to get there too, you can take a chance and just go 1% on the euro dollar and then wait until tomorrow and see what happens. There's a chance that other trade may never get there, but if it doesn't, then who cares? You have equity in the euro to go long, and you have the luxury of introducing a new trade into the game later if that situation presents itself. Um, But there is no hard rule there on what you should do. You you can either just go ahead and go full 2% on that first trade, 
or you can go half and then wait and see if the other half gets there. I don't think either way is right nor wrong. Now, if you have situations to where price is really moving and you have a long signal on four different euro pairs, you can take all four. (laughs) Just go half percent, half percent, half percent, half percent. This is fine too. It's actually not a terrible idea because if your hypothesis on the euro was correct and it does end up getting stronger, well, then you're going to win all four of those trades. But if for some reason it's not, or some of those other quote currencies end up becoming stronger or weaker, you almost have a little bit of a built-in hedge going on right there. So you don't have to sit there and pick the best of the bunch and go with it, because we're almost always wrong when we try to do that. If there are no news events coming up and you're getting a, a solid signal on four currency pairs to all go the one way, well, then do that. Just divide your risk up by four. So I think that covers most of the main questions that a lot of more beginning traders are going to have in this system. Now, in terms of my more advanced traders that have gotten into backtesting a system already, this gets really tricky because you cannot really play this situation out when you're backtesting. I mean, I suppose you could, but it's going to make everything take so much longer. And as thorough as I am, I would never elect to do things this way. You pretty much just take your system and then backtest it blindly on all the currency pairs one by one and see what you come up with. Uh, So that's fine. Don't worry about this little overexposure rule when you're backtesting. This is why when you forward test, you're going to notice things are going to come out differently. And this is exactly why you forward test in the first place. For this reason, and also to get yourself emotionally ready to trade a system like this in real time. Don't ever sleep on that part of it. When it's crunch time, it's crunch time, and you don't get to hit the reset button. So back to what I was saying more towards the beginning of this podcast. Do whatever you can to make sure you have the money management and psychology aspects of trading locked down before you move on to trading your own money or somebody else's money. Any of these parts that you skip in the demo trading phase are going to come back and bite you in the ass 10 times as hard in the real money phase. If I had a nickel for anybody I saw get super excited because they were hitting you know, 15% a month in this new system they put together, only to completely flame out a year from now and actually go into negative territory every month, which if you think about it is huge, 15% gains down to minus gains consistently month after month? How does that happen? Well, it happens because you're trading the exact same system that was giving you these crazy good results, but you paid absolutely no attention to the money management and psychology aspects of the game, which are the bigger parts of the game, and you got your ass exposed. And you flamed out, and you didn't have the guts to start over, and now you're the guy that goes to message boards and tells people not to trade Forex because you're going to lose all your money. And this is the story of the majority of people who try to trade Forex. No-nonsense Forex traders know better than this. But knowing it and actually putting it into practice are two way different things. And if I didn't harp on this as much as I do, then I would not be doing my job when it comes to getting you ready for the big show. The big show is very real. Many of you are already very close. Some of you are there right now. And you can attest to what I'm saying. And traders understand that the reason behind me having this podcast right now, this podcast episode, 
comes on the heels of me having record weekly numbers for my two Ichimoku videos, and then almost record numbers for a dumb little indicator that I haven't used in seven years. Most traders, even traders that watch and enjoy this channel, are not doing it right. Do things right. Focus on the things that really, truly matter in this game. And just by doing that alone, you will already place yourself in this beautiful minority of traders who are set up for great things down the road. Got it? Good. Go get it.